Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Here is Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com publisher for a long time, long time journalist. Uh, Fitz, welcome. How are you? I am wonderful. How is the Lutz gang? Well, you know, we're doing okay. We got uh, Thunder hockey legend Jason Duda with us Big today. deal. I know that embarrasses exactly. him. <laughs> nice. So we're going to hit you with the... Yeah, they're still annoying as ever, so they're they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, K-State comes through in the Pop-Tart Bowl. Pop-Tarts Bowl. I, I just, have you ever seen a marketing scheme turn out so brilliantly uh, that oh we God. saw last night with Pop-Tarts? I hate bowls named after advertisers but this one was a home run this was brilliant they put so much thought into this i laughed so hard when that mascot lowered into the toaster with this sign dreams do come true i I mean they could have just lowered him down but someone said no what if he holds the sign they thought of everything here and then out spits the cooked pop tart uh for them to eat the edible mascot wasn't quite what i thought it was going to be but it was they pulled all this off it was incredible so i'm going to let uh jason ask about uh his maze guy avery johnson i wanted to know uh beyond avery johnson who did you see last night uh look like they became a potentially big part of kansas state's future well um I, i'm really encouraged about a number of guys first of all I mean, D.J. Giddens just seems to get better and better. Because that was one of the best defenses in the country. Now, granted, they were missing um, their their top player on that defensive side of the ball. But, um, you know, without Peyton Wilson, they still had good guys out there, and he just ran right through the middle of them. I was really impressed with him. Chase Brown just continues to get better and better as another true freshman. On that defensive side, look, they, they weren't perfect, but they held a – you know, an offense has put up some points this year to 19. And um, that that hit on V.J. Payne delivered on the two-point conversion. Uh, you know, a true sophomore was um, impactful of the game. I think it just changed the entire momentum. And, and then once K-State scored, stopping them, it now turned it into a two-score game. So I thought he was great. Um, I, boy, I, there were so many guys that stood out, and a lot of them were Kansas kids. And that says an awful lot. Um, man, um, yeah, there were just so many good players on the field for K-State. It was impressive. And, of course, as Jeff said, obviously my kids go to Mays, so um, watched Avery Johnson the last couple of years in high school. What's his ceiling? We, You know, we passed around the horn here whether we thought that he would be in the Heisman conversation at some point in his career. We all said yes. What are your thoughts, and what's the outlook, and what do people say up there about uh, Avery Johnson? Yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, the the obvious nature of his game 
that ceiling that is hard for even football people to measure. Um, the absurdity of saying this true freshman <clears throat> is going to be in the Heisman running when we're just now seeing him. Uh, but then when I hear outsiders talk about Avery, you know, people that aren't connected to the program, and, and they watch a little bit of them, they're like, oh, this kid's special. And what makes Avery special isn't just those athletic breaks that he has and the amount of work he's put in to become a really good passer uh, and, you know, the speed he maintains, the conditioning he stays in, he goes about his business. What really makes him amazing is he's a true freshman able to lead a college football team. And not just because he's the quarterback, but because guys in that locker room, often guys that are like four or five years older than the kid, believe in him. Because he's so calm, so intelligent. Um, he's he's just an adult in any room in which he walks in. And one of the more mature people. And that's what really impresses me about Avery. Tim Fitzgerald with us from GoPowerCat.com. And, and they held him back last night. They didn't want him running a whole lot because they don't have <laughs> their backup quarterback situations a little bit unclear. So he yeah. threw a lot of balls away, which affected his line uh, on plays that I think he would have run uh, had he had his druthers. Uh, So that element of his game really didn't come through other than on the touchdown run last night. No, they did. They were cautious with him for exactly the reason you said. I mean, Jacob Knuth was available to be a backup, but that kid's been running the scout team all year um, as, you know, originally he had to sit out and then they were able to give him a scholarship and he could play in the bowl game. Um, but he didn't know the offense that well. He'd been in, you know, the scout team prepares with the other team's offense. So he just wasn't up to speed. They really needed to keep him healthy. Uh, and they did hold him back quite a bit. And you're right. There were some scrambles there where, you know, he tucks the ball and runs in a, a, you know, in a different situation. But he was so selective in how he passed. And he threw away some balls where, yeah, he could have tucked it downfield and maybe got a, you know, big reception. But he also might have had an interception. You know, it was you look at what happened at the true freshman quarterback for Oklahoma. He just melted down with interceptions. But K-State was very careful to not put him in situations where he was going to throw the ball into peril that often. And then when he rolled out, he knew exactly, okay, this is second down. We can pick it up on third or this driving work and it's third down. Let's get, let's get out of this as a punt. And I'm telling you what, the maturity of a quarterback to make the decision, drive failed, you're going to punt in a split second of throwing the ball away is a mature, tough decision for a quarterback. Uh, and he did it last night. It was That was a very impressive part of his game. So we argued a lot, actually, about uh, KU uh, earlier this week and, and how they might be seen going into next season. Uh, their season ended with a, a guy making his last start. K-State season ended with a guy making his first start. Obviously, KU has Jalen Daniels, if healthy. Who do you think is in a better position, both nine-win teams. Uh, but who do you think, and I know there's a lot to, to unravel still, who's in a better position yeah. going into next year? Well, if Daniels can stay healthy, Kay's in a really good position. Um, but now it comes down to how do you, you know, plug your holes and, and fix them. And, you know, as I heard someone say last night, now like being in an NFL program, every year you're kind of reinventing your roster with the transfer portal, whether you're putting guys in or getting guys out. Uh, and it changes things dramatically. Uh, but, you know, K-State returns a lot of nice pieces. Uh, I saw someone 
tweet that, you know, next year's Big 12 title game will be West Virginia and Arizona. And I'm like, well, two Kansas schools will have something to say about that. And there's other good schools, including Utah and, you know, some other in this conference. I think Iowa State might be pretty good. Uh, this conference is going to be an absolute blast next year and a bloodbath week to week. It's what Big 12 football has been, and it's just only going to get more that way with the new additions. I couldn't agree more. It's going to be so interesting to see how this all shakes out because when the move of Oklahoma and Texas was announced, uh, people presumed that that would kind of be the end of the power days of Big 12 football. But here's Arizona making a making a push. It looks to me like K-State, and I'm, I'm just saying it, I think KU is making a strong push. I, I think uh, the K-State-KU football thing is going to be dynamic for a while. I agree. I agree. Well, you know, getting that next quarterback after Jalen Daniels, you know, that's the thing is uh, everyone gets that quarterback. K-State and Michael Bishop and along came Jonathan Beasley to kind of carry it on and it ended up with L. Roberson. And he carried it on until they kind of ran out of guys. And so you just got to perpetuate that dynamic quarterback room and uh, continue to build it. And I think K-State's in a really good situation because they've got Avery for two, three more years. And, and this Blake Barnett kid they signed out of Colorado is the same type of player, maybe more big and physical, but um, he, he's going to slide right in when uh, when they need him. So it's it's going to be fun for a long time in this rivalry. Uh, so I want to just switch to basketball real quick. I, I can't say I've paid a ton of attention uh, to college basketball outside of Wichita State. But I did see that uh, K-State in Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, I think he had them as last team in uh, or somewhere in that uh, range. Is that generally where you think K-State would be hanging out most of the year? Do you think uh, they can improve their lot, or is that just kind of what they are, per- perhaps? Yeah, I, actually, I think that might be a little optimistic based on how the team's played as of late. Um but they get back Wes Glover, who injured himself in the exhibition game, so he hasn't played a regular season game yet. And he's going to give them a little bit more speed at the guard position, a little more explosion uh, there in terms of ball handling and breaking down defenses. So he'll be back for Tuesday's game against Chicago State. I'm intrigued to see where he's at. I don't expect him to be that sharp coming off a knee injury in the middle of the season. But uh, he could be a viable addition. But, again, Big 12 basketball. I mean, we talk about football, but – Basketball is a bloodbath at the highest levels. I mean, you got you got teams all over this conference already, let alone next year with the addition of Arizona that can win a national title, that can be fine a full quality. So um, if you come out of that with a 500 record in the league play, you're a pretty damn good team. And I think that's what K-State's hoping to do this year because the loss of Naquan Tomlin just simply is irreplaceable. Open uh, with UCF, Central Florida, a week from tomorrow. Then they have West Virginia and Texas Tech road games. I suppose you'd look at those as uh, all three being winnable games for the Cats, so we'll see. Fitz, it was fun to watch uh, K-State football last night. Uh, They end the season with a win over North Carolina State. And 2024, as we've talked about here, is going to be about as interesting as you could possibly imagine Will K-State and KU both be ranked in the top 25 preseason poll prediction? I think so. That's a great point. And here's another interesting point. You know, when when KU got really good under Coach Mangino, 
K-State wasn't very good under Ron Prince. Um, so having both of these programs rising up at the same time and you know going to be at the top of this conference, that's kind of unheard of in the history of these two programs. They were either both bad or one was good and the other was bad. I don't know that there's been many times in history, um, maybe 95, when both teams were, were pretty good, and next year is going to be one of them, and this year was certainly one of them. Always appreciate you. Thanks for everything, and have a very happy new year, and we'll talk to you in 2024. Same to you, boys. Great to hear from you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.